Hello, and welcome again to Truth Speaks. Today we go to the second part of our series titled Up From The Ash Heap. And last week we started off by introducing the theme and basically the central theme of the series is that God is able to lift even the most downtrodden and take them to great heights. Today we will take a panoramic view of one of the heroes of the faith, Joseph. I will read just a portion of his story and I will summarize the rest of it. Now, looking at the story of uh, Joseph, of course, if we have read the story before or listened to it told, he was the 11th out of 12 children or 12 sons that Jacob had. And because he was the son of the wife who Jacob loved, Rachel, he was favored by Jacob above his brothers. This led to a lot of jealousy and a lot of hatred and bitterness. And of course, to cut the long story short, he was sold into slavery. Now, he arrived in Egypt as a teenager. He had left the comfort of his father's house, or rather he was torn away from his father's house. He no longer could experience the love that his father showed him. And he was taken to a harsh place that he likely had never been to. And it's in the midst of this that we read the words of Genesis 39, 2. And I'll read from verses 2 to 5. And it says, The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had. He put under his authority. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of his house and all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. I will just 
add one more thing, and that's verse 6, and it says, Thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. Now, Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. And so we'll stop our reading for today here. And uh, when selecting the text for today, I was actually tempted to go to the place where he had become the second in command to Pharaoh. But the story of his favor didn't start when he was the prime minister. You could see God's hand on him while he was a slave. While he was at the lowest point that he ever would be. Well, that's not uh, discounting his prison experience, of course. But then you look at it and you begin to wonder. This was a boy who was torn away from his home. New language, new people, new culture, and likely a lot of hostility because he was a slave. But then you see this word which became a thread in Joseph's life. The Lord was with Joseph. This isn't the only time it appears in his story. And I think from that statement alone, we can draw a lot of encouragement for our own journeys. Joseph did not start out as the prime minister or the second in command to Pharaoh. He started out as a slave. And then, of course, as the story goes, we have Potiphar's wife who tries to entice him into an affair. And because he refuses, she lies on him. And he is now thrown into the dungeon. You would think that God's favor stopped there. Because, I mean... It looked like someone who had such a bright future, the guy who had big dreams, God gave big dreams. When he was much younger, was going as far away from those dreams as could be imagined. While he was still a child, he had two dreams. And it was partly because of those dreams, his brothers were not just jealous but angry and bitter with him because those dreams connoted that he would be a ruler of some sort over them and here was the guy who had those dreams and he was in slavery but god didn't leave his side the bible says that god was with him and then probably he had gotten comfortable with his experience as 
slave, the head slave of the household. And then the next thing that happens is it all goes wrong for him again. And he ends up in prison. That's a lower point. Far away from where he thought his dreams were leading him. But then again, the Bible says that the Lord was with him. And he gave him favor with the person who was in charge of the jail. Eventually, he would stand before Pharaoh and he would interpret the dream that Pharaoh had, two dreams, and would be given the keys to Egypt. He had a gift, a gift that was buried during his slavery, a gift that was buried in the dungeons of Egypt, a gift that maybe he never thought would see the light of day. And God picked him and took him through the road, as difficult as it was, and lifted him to become the second most powerful person in Egypt. Now we look at Joseph's story, and um, we wince a bit sometimes because it's almost incredulous it's almost fantastical to think about a story like that repeating itself now i'm not trying to tell you that that's the exact roadmap for anybody's life that was joseph's story and um we are all different people and so one thing we can do is we can take encouragement from his story because we talk about the ash heaps of life the places of obscurity the places of difficulty the places of pain sometimes embarrassment the places where we feel we shouldn't be encouragement that Joseph's story gives us is that even in the midst of those tough, difficult times where it seems like the promises he has made to us have refused to materialize, he is with us. And even in the midst of those times, he favors his children. And in due time, when we are patient, the tree finally begins to fruit. So my encouragement is very simple. Don't give up. I'll end by telling a story. The story was um, told to me originally by my former boss a few years ago, who I consider a mentor. 
and incidentally it was on my birthday i was at the office and uh, he wished me a happy birthday and he asked me he said clarence do you know or have you heard about the story of the chinese bamboo tree and i said no and he proceeded to tell me there was a farmer who planted the seed and the seed was you know supposed to sprout and become a bamboo tree when he planted it the first year did everything it could watered it fertilized it and um nothing happened it didn't sprout it was just under the ground he did the same thing the second year he did the same thing the third year he did the same thing the fourth year and then sometime in the fifth year within the space of I think it was five weeks grew to about 90 feet tall and he told me that as a source of encouragement to tell me sometimes you may be in obscurity but you're building your roots logically speaking that tree didn't grow in five weeks it took five years there was a structure that was developing under the ground to support the height of that tree and sometimes when we look at our lives and it looks like nothing is happening it looks like the land is barren it looks like there is nothing nothing sprouting out god is allowing time and his spirit to build a support structure a foundation that would hold us when he lifts us up it's not always pleasant and of course it's natural and human to want it quickly but god knows that it's not just about how quick it is but it's about how well it is so i pray that the story of joseph taken from slavery to the prison to the palace encourages us to understand that even in that process where joseph was in the prison something was being built that would hold him when he got to the palace so if you are in your prison if you feel that you have reached the end of your rope don't give up let god continue to hold on to you don't let go of him and in due time god will fulfill his promises to you thank you very much for listening have a wonderful wonderful week shalom